Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials. Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with the Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home. Welcome back, everybody, to the Davenport Pulse. In today's episode, we will be answering frequently asked questions city staff receives from our residents. Brian Krupp, our deputy city clerk for the city of Davenport, is our special guest today, joining us to help answer all of your questions. Woo! Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. We're happy to have you. Hey. Why don't you tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself before we jump into our questions. So, as you said, I am the Deputy City Clerk for the City of Davenport. I've worked for the City of Davenport. It'll be 14 years in July. Wow. I started in July of 2008 over at the police department. Um, as a civilian. Uh, And then I moved over to City Hall in 2012 in the revenue division. I was an accounting clerk. And then I've been the deputy city clerk since December of 2018. That's awesome. So you've gotten a feel for a variety of places within the city. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I sure have. (laughs) Which is why which I'm here helping here. you answer questions. You're the perfect person for the yes. job. Okay, let's dive right in. Um, this is a very commonly asked question. How do I know what ward I live in and who is my alderman? Yeah, residents can actually visit our website, DavenportIowa.com. Um, there's a mayor and council section, mm-hmm. and there they can find all their uh, the council member information, mayor, contact information. And then there's also a ward map online um, under, there's a map section, I think. Yes, yeah. And there's a ward map. You can just type in your address and it'll tell you your ward. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. That's easy. And Very their easy. email addresses, are they listed on the website as well? They are, yes. Okay, yep. perfect. All right, next question. A lot of people ask how to get involved, especially with city council meetings. How can I attend? Can I talk at them? When are they? If I can't attend, how am I able to view the meeting? Do you have an answer for our residents? I have all the answers for (laughs) our residents. So uh, city council meets uh, four weeks out of the month. The first and third Wednesday at 5.30 are Committee of the Whole. At those meetings, um, the council will go over the agenda. They actually review all of the items, and then they place them either on the discussion agenda or the consent agenda for the council meeting. If they're on discussion, they actually will discuss it further, and they vote individually on those items. And then items on consent are voted as one item, basically. So they vote the whole list. Um Residents are welcome to attend any of the meetings. They can talk um, at the committee of the whole as they're discussing the item. The chair of the, um, they have the public safety, public works, community development, finance sections. They can actually talk about an individual item at that point. And then at the end of the meetings, there's a public with business where they can talk about anything that wasn't covered on the agenda. Um, 
and residents will have five minutes. I was yeah. just going to ask. Yep, are there's they limited? a five minute time yeah. limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if residents can't attend, we do broadcast live on the city's website, um, DavenportIowa.com forward slash watch live. And then we do post afterwards on our YouTube channel and the website. Oh, nice. So every, the f- first four Wednesdays of every month at 530. Correct. Yep. So first and third Wednesday, our committee of the whole second and fourth are city council. And that's where they actually take action on the items at the council meetings. So, and then our f- months with a fifth Wednesday are free weeks. Woohoo. We love free weeks. <laughs> it's always nice. <laughs> so residents have many questions regarding solid waste collection, including what day their collection is, when the recycling day is, things like that. Can you kind of dive into that question and help our listeners out? Sure. I mean, that's a question that comes up, I think. All the time. We get it. Yeah. Mayor's office gets it. Uh, Public Works gets it. Yep. Even working in revenue. Mm-hmm. We got that question. So um, there's several ways residents can um, access their solid waste collection calendar. Um, the magnets that I'm pretty sure almost every resident's familiar with are available um, online on our website. The city's website, there is um, essentially that calendar, but it's an electronic version. They just type in their address and it'll It'll tell them what's mm-hmm. being collected that week. Uh, there's also the Go All In QC app you can download, um, which is pretty much the calendar that's available online. Um, and the residents can even sign up with the app to get uh, push notifications. And then on the website, they can sign up to get email notifications or text messages or phone calls reminding them of their garbage day. That's so convenient. I get, I get my email every Thursday night. Mm -hmm. So it's really nice. That'd be nice. Does it include holidays? Cause I know like for us, it's always like, Oh, is our trash getting picked up on a regular day and stuff? Yes. Yep. So, um, if my, that would be a push notification. It'd be like, well, right. Um, and it'll, so, so if you're, collection days push back a day you'll get it the day before so it does yeah it takes into account holidays which is really nice so yeah i know a lot of people wonder because there's certain holidays that Mm -hmm. we don't pick up and there's certain holidays that we do so it's hard to keep track agreed okay switching gears to downtown and the sky bridge a lot of people enjoy the colorful sky bridge it changes colors throughout the year and some people call and ask, how can I get a, the Sky Bridge lit red? So the lighting of the Sky Bridge is actually, typically it's tied to a proclamation. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are requested through the mayor's office. They can, residents can do that. Organizations can do that through the website um, under the mayor's page. And... Um, So proclamations that are issued by the mayor are usually to recognize outstanding accomplishments, significant achievements by local residents or organizations, and to acknowledge local, regional, and national events. So a lot of them have a a color associated with their uh, cause, and they request the bridge to be lit that color for the time period that they're observing. Mm -hmm. So. A lot of people probably didn't know that you can light the sky bridge. So 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's nice. I think my favorite is the sparkly lights. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. There's different um, like patterns we Mm -hmm. can do. It's kind of cool. Very cool. Um, This one kind of ties in. Um, People want to know how do I rent a park shelter? Some people don't realize how easy it is and affordable it is to rent out a park shelter here in Davenport. Tell us about that. So park shelters are rented through the Parks and Recreation Department. And there's several of the city's neighborhood parks that have a gazebo or a shelter that residents can rent for birthday parties, um, you know, anniversaries or family family reunion. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And they can do that on the website. There is a reservation like tool, I guess we'll say you can pick where you want to rent your shelter from and everything. And I believe too, they can always call parks and rec. Mm-hmm. That'll help them out. So um, talking about renting shelters and um, we have a lot of people call and ask if they can rent the sky bridge or can I do film a movie on the riverfront in LeClaire park? Or can I use, you know, river drive for a photo shoot? What is your answer to residents that want to, do those things so the sky bridge actually is not a rentable uh, facility mm-hmm. it's open to the public um people do have events up there but we let them know you can't close it and if you're asked to leave by security or public safety you you have to leave mm-hmm. uh, i mean people are free to use it for an event i know couple of years ago there was a lady who held yoga classes up there oh, and, that's cool yeah and i mean it, she had good turnout i i believe um but the thing is anybody can walk through right um you can't block people from coming through um so it's just not one of our rentable uh facilities so um what about doing a movie in leclerc park or photo shoot so we get a couple of those requests a year. They come up randomly. Um, anybody can film or do photo shoots anywhere they want in the city, on in a park or on along the street. I'm not going to say in the street because you don't right. really want to do that. Um, there's nothing that's needed for that. They just have to abide by city ordinances, traffic laws, and stuff like that. So, Well, we should go make a music video then. Okay. <laughs> I'll that would be that. fun. Jerry will record. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I don't dance. Me either. <laughs> well, <clears throat> this is kind of fun. For those of you who don't know, uh, Jerry, Brian, and I share an office, so we get to hang out with each other every day. We sure do. We do. Brian answers all of our questions. For He's our go-to guy. Have. Well, and I feel like um, if I don't know the answer, I know where to go yes. to get yeah. the answer. You so point us in the right direction. Yeah. Just working in various departments has kind of, you too will learn too, as you are a veteran of a veteran employee of the yep. city of Davenport, <laughs> you'll know where to go, who to go to. Yeah. Um, you have a wealth of knowledge. I do. And I'm learning every day. So I know learn something working new every city, day. Yeah. You mm-hmm. truly learn something new every day. Oh, for sure. It's crazy. Yep. Okay, next question. This is a popular one. Who would I call if my neighbor doesn't mow their grass or they haven't shoveled their sidewalk? So residents can actually uh, submit 
those requests through the city's website um, uh, using the C-Click-Fix app. Um, so there's an app you can download or it's on the website, um, davenportiowa.com forward slash PWRS stands for Public Works Request for Service. Uh, you can, the nice thing with the C-Click Fix, which we just launched, what? About a year ago. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been quite two years. So um, you can make an account if you would like. And that allows for two-way communication. You can kind of, you'll get updates on your, um, the request you submit, or you can do it anonymously, which a lot of people do because they don't want their neighbor <laughs> angry at them. Right. Um, so they can do that. Otherwise, <clears throat> residents can call Public Works um, Monday through Friday, 7 to 4.30, and their phone number is 563-326-7923. And a member of the customer experience team will be happy to help them. Yeah. And I know <clears throat> spring is pothole season, mm-hmm. and that is also where residents are able to submit a pothole. Yes. Yep. You know, and I know Public Works, they do their best to find them on their own, but mm-hmm. with how big our city is and right. all the roads we have. It truly does help. It really helps. Yeah. So they're doing their job and filling them as they see them, but they just ask for some help. Right. Yeah. Um, talking kind of about public works and stuff, we have questions come in regarding street closure notifications or why are these barricades up? Um, is it possible to know when my street's going to be closed? In short, our residents can actually sign up for notifications on uh, planned road closures at betterroadsdavenport.com. Uh, believe the text messages go out Friday afternoons letting them know of major lane or road closures that would impact their travel um, to and from work or weekend errands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all planned projects are listed on the website as well. Road closures can get very complicated, especially when they're related to a project. Um, a lot of the closures are also emergency repairs to either sewer mains or water mains. Those are unpredictable. They're mm-hmm. going to happen when they want to happen. So, um, you know, there's also other utility issues that come up with MidAmerican or any of the telecommunication companies. So those are unplanned. We can't really let people know about those in advance, especially when they're an emergency. When it comes to the planned construction, the the schedules come out as early as one to two weeks in advance of construction. Um, Which is a decent amount of time. It is. um, But uh, there's a lot of moving parts. So the timing of the bid award, contract signing and pre-construction meetings and their schedule, really the contractor schedule, you know, if they're working on other projects and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, the weather, unfortunately, weather. we yeah. cannot control the weather. So mm-hmm. that really plays a factor, you know, in our construction season starts in the spring, late spring, usually. Mm-hmm. So we just never know what it's going to be like right around here so that's for sure mm. uh so we receive a lot of questions regarding streetlight maintenance how can a resident report a streetlight out in their neighborhood it's funny this question came up 
because I really I had one not too long ago. Somebody sent us a message like um, a list of lights out. Right. So Mid American maintains a majority of the streetlights in Davenport. There is a few that the city does maintain. Um, and on the website under public works, there is a map and it will show the lights the city maintains. And if it's not on that map, it's mid-American and they can report those. They have a specific form you can fill out on mid-American's website. Uh, they require some detailed information. So make sure you note where that light is. (laughs) And then for the city ones, they can Call Public Works at 563-326-7923 or use C-Click-Fix to submit that. Everybody needs to just download C-Click-Fix. I know. It's wonderful. Yeah. Spring is coming, thankfully, because it is way too cold for me. And so a lot of people are going to be doing the, you know, do-it-yourself projects at home or hiring contractors to do different projects. One of the most frequent questions um, that Public Works gets calls about is fences and are there requirements for fences? Can you help us? Do they need a permit for that? So fences don't require a permit, uh, but there are regulations that our residents should know about before installing one. Uh, They're prohibited within any right-of-way easement or designated floodway um there's height restrictions and stuff like that Uh, residents can visit davenportiowa.com forward slash fences and get all the information they need um another thing to add is um anytime you're digging to call iowa one call to do utility locates Mm -hmm. and that includes fences the posts and Mm -hmm. any landscaping projects and um just anytime you're digging yeah don't want to hit a gas line right so i was working on a project with an individual at public works and it had to do with pools and the pool requirements and i know one of the things was fences so what's required for a pool to be installed if i want to put a pool in my backyard Like, what do I need from the city and what do I have to have or where can I find that information? So residents can go to DavenportIowa.com forward slash pool, R-E-Q, and get all the information they want. But a couple of the highlights are the pool has to have a fence or other barrier around it that's at least four feet high and it can't be barbed wire. I don't think any I mean, fence in the city can. I know. <laughs> that would really keep people out, I think. Um, there has to be a gate on the fence that is required, and it must be self-closing and self-latching. And pools may only be located on the side or a rear yard of a property, so can't have it in your front yard. So on that same topic... Um, You know, in the spring and summer, people like to throw block parties. What are the rules and regulations for that? So I am actually the special events coordinator for the city. So all special events applications come to me and then um, I review them to make sure they provide all the documentation that's needed. And then it's routed for staff review through our special events committee consists of members from police, parks, fire, um, public works and they review it and leave their comments and um with a block party 
We recommend residents submit those 30 days in advance because street closures do require city council approval. Mm-hmm. And we talked earlier about the council cycles um, and the timing and all that. 30 days is pushing it, um, but we can make it work at 30 days. Um, so residents actually need to get the neighbors who are on that closure to sign off on it. Um, so they have to agree to you closing your street off. It's just think if your street was closed off and you weren't aware of it. Um, and that has to be submitted with the application. So an application isn't complete until we have that. And, uh, just a simple sketch of where the barricades are going to be placed. Um, if they're going to have any porta potties or, food trucks or anything like that. They just need to indicate where those are going to be set up at. And then um, in addition to the street closure being approved, if they're going to have an outdoor band Mm -hmm. or loud music outside, the the neighbors have to sign off on that too. So they have to get a noise variance um, per the city code. Uh, There's certain decibel levels. Noise can't go over and, all that. It's very interesting if you want to look it up in the city code. Um, but they would also need to get a noise variance for a band. Got it. I have one more question for you. Sure. Ooh. What is your favorite part about being an employee for the city since you've been here for so long? Like, what's your, been your favorite part? Uh, there's a lot. Um, I mean, no day is the same. Every day is different. Uh, new questions come up, new projects come up. Um, I really enjoy helping people, um, whether it be a resident who has a question or staff. Um, you know, I deal with staff from all over the city, parks, uh, public works. I didn't realize that coming into this position. You know, I dealt with a lot when I worked in revenue mm-hmm. because where you pay your bills that's where we build stuff out of so you know departments all over are the city are billing things out so essentially we have to communicate with them you know if there's questions on that um but in this position i don't think there's a department i haven't worked with so which is good yeah it really is it is you know because there's some jobs where you probably don't talk to anybody else other other than the people you work with every day. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to get get to know other departments and you kind of learn how uh, their department functions or how they right. do things. And so it just helps you learn a lot. And then another thing that I really enjoy is coming out of college. I never imagined working for the city. I mean, I had no experience with any level of government local <laughs> yeah lo- local state or you know um and so working for the the city i mean it has really given me a an inside look at how it operates and answers a lot of the questions that our citizens have which i'll do a plug for our citizens academy if, please do yeah <laughs> so i think everybody should apply for that and take take Part in it. Take advantage. Yeah. You get a behind the scenes look. So a very hands on way to learn. Absolutely. About city government. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so, so, so much for joining us today. 
Thank you for having me. We loved having you. I hope. This is a fun one. I hope some of our residents will learn and get some of their questions answered that they might have just not wanted to ask or didn't know who to ask or what. I mean, definitely. People should know they are always welcome to reach out to staff if they have a question. Thank you to our listeners who submitted questions for today. And thank you, Brian, for joining us. We'll see you next time.